0: Hi everyone, this is Nikki Papayuanu and I'm your host of Superstar PR. This is season 5 and I promise you the best guests we've ever had because I've gone around the world and I found people that fascinate me to no end and I'm introducing them to you. Have a listen. Thanks for joining us. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Superstar PR. Um, I'm excited about today's guest because, you know, with COVID almost behind us, I think you all want to hear what this gentleman has to say. Michael Cortina is a trauma resolution expert for high achieving professionals, executives, entrepreneurs and veterans, among others. He's a healer, a national keynote speaker, a trainer, a serial entrepreneur, as he says, event host, sought after international authority on brain based healing and mindset transformation work. Michael is the creator and developer of the Cortina method, a brain-based healing methodology to resolve trauma. And I think this is a very worthwhile conversation. Michael, welcome to Superstar PR.
1: Thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you having me on and and I'm uh, I'm excited to connect with you today.
0: Well, you know, I saw you on some big channels. I saw you on Fox and I really liked what you had to say, but I want to share this with my listeners now. I mean, you've come up with the Cortina method and tell us a little bit about how you heal PTSD. Yeah.
1: So, um, the Cortina method, so it's a brain based healing methodology to resolve trauma and it's firmly rooted in neuroscience and the, the way that that operationalizes is in terms of, uh, effectiveness and efficiency. So, The individual does not have to relive or re-experience pain in the process of getting pain resolved. So it's not like something they just come in and talk about what happened to them over and over and over again. And um, really, uh, actually the practitioner who's practicing the Cortina Method does most of the talking. They do probably about 90% of the talking during the visits. I mean, we have to hear from our guests in the beginning to get a good, clear sense of what there is to resolve. But at a certain point, that shifts, and it's the practitioner uh, doing probably ninety percent of the talking. The remainder of the visit, and so it's a holistic talking experiential process. So there's no medications. There's no you know hookups, electrodes, you know anything of that sort. It's a very holistic way of getting the brain. To optimize and reprocess information.
0: So, would you say it's a little bit like involving hypnosis?
1: So, hypnosis—that's that's a tricky word because there's so much uh, misconception about what hypnosis is and isn't. Um, if we think about it in its simplest terms, which is a um, a, a a response from the subconscious. Versus the conscious. So hypnotic uh, actions and activity happens when the directive is happening from the subconscious mind. You jump at the scary part of a movie. You didn't have to tell yourself the jump now. <laughs> so it's not conscious. It's that activity is directed by the subconscious mind. So if we think about it in terms of getting the subconscious to respond in ways that are productive and beneficial and desirable towards an individual's healing and wellness, then with that strict definition, sure, there's some hypnotic components to it.
0: That's cool. I like it. I think so. Yes. (laughs) I'm glad you like it. So, I mean, something that captivated me that you've said before is that you don't need 10 years to heal somebody. You said it could be a lot faster than that. So um, what should people know about how you treat PTSD?
1: Yeah, so the, one of the myths to PTSD treatment is that it's going to take a long time. Um, and it's going to be hard. Uh, this didn't happen overnight. It's not going to go away overnight. These are all antiquated notions our understanding of the brain has evolved and so too with it is intervention. So when people are coming to see me for resolution and something they've experienced in their lives, trauma, PTSD, et cetera, we can get those outcomes, those results in as little as a single visit. I might spend two visits with people sometimes, but it's not uncommon that, and, and I'll have people traveling from all over the United States, uh, do this work internationally as well now. And um, so people will do that. I mean, I can do this in telehealth on Zoom and so forth. But people sometimes still want that in person. So they'll, they'll fly in from Texas, they'll drive in from Ohio, they'll come in from different places, exactly because of that notion that we're going to get this resolved before the day is up. But- and- um, it could
0: be that efficient. That's that's uh, brilliant. I mean, when I first kind of looked you up, it was because my little guy had his appendix explode and, you know, that was in December. And he mentioned that once a month, he remembers something about it. And I'm like, at what point do we know if this is like requiring help? If we keep talking about it, we're five. Do I need to make something more exciting happen? Like a jumping castle? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. So I guess it's 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 also the how it's being talked about, you know, so someone might talk about something and um, there's sort of no buttons being pushed, there's no upset, they're talking about it sort of in a matter of fact way. And you ask them, you know, is that, how is that for you? And they're like, Oh, no, it's, it's fine. It's just something that happened. Um, so that that could be one indicator in terms of how it's showing up for the individual whether it's whether it's laced with emotional distress whether it's laced with um what i call a limiting belief so somebody experiences something this little girl experiences this horrific um um, verbally and mentally abusive episode by this giant adult and it culminates with her thinking that she's no good and she's worthless. And so you start hearing these sort of things come out of her mouth, like, well, I shouldn't expect much in life. Nothing's gonna work out for me. I don't deserve that anyway. And so is it showing up in terms of emotional dis-ease? Is it showing up as a limiting belief? Is it showing up in a way that is less than desirable? If it is, then it would be really of high value to get that resolved. Um, And your your question is such a great one because it really hits on the point that not everybody who experiences something that has the potential to be traumatic continues to experience it as traumatic after the event has transpired. So uh, there, there's a lot of um, individuality in terms of how that shows up on people's brains. So great question.
0: Okay, I guess here's just like an off the cuff question. Do you think that everybody can be treated by the Cortina method? You know, uh, children, old people, like who's your ideal, I can treat you quickly person?
1: It can certainly be applied to from children through geriatrics. So we've We've taken care of people as young as the age of six, and you know, on up uh, through into into elder into um, uh, the adult years. So there's really no um, rule out, as it were, based on age. Uh, there might be other indicators that might indicate this isn't the best time to apply this methodology. Um, however, anybody who's experienced something that happened to them that's continuing to have an adverse impact on them into the present day in one way shape form or another um uh, can really be a good candidate for it
0: wow i guys i think to listeners i mean think about someone you know who's seen something traumatic um you know i know that i've seen a lot of people come forward and talk about some traumatic things with COVID. i guess we're all just getting more open everyone's talking about it so I'm like hey this is a timely conversation you know I think the Cortina method and the brain-based healing is something that the masses would benefit from so this is why I'm having you as a guest I think more people could you know know the Michael Cortina name and I guess my last question is why why did you kind of think why did this come to you as a calling to work on
1: I so appreciate that And, and again thank you for um for taking the time to get this out, because I think that there's that there's so much, if just so so many people uh, impacted by it, and as far as we've come in terms of smashing stigma, and making you know it okay to to pursue getting some assistance, we still have a far way to go as far as that goes. So I think the more candid conversations that we can have like this, then then the value, and you're you're really doing a service to, to humankind out there. So thank you for that. I wanted to appreciate that. Um, why this came up? Well, so I used to practice, uh, traditional talk therapy, psychotherapy, and I did that for over a decade. And what I found, and if you look up, I haven't looked these up in a while, but I used to look these up in the journals out there about the effectiveness of outpatient, um, talk therapy, psychotherapy, the effectiveness rates weren't so overwhelmingly impressive. And so I found my practice to be kind of in that same area. You know, I was having some successes, nowhere near as many as I wanted for the people that I was serving. And if somebody experienced something uh, distressing, then the process of going through it was grueling. You know, they were talking about how they experienced this sort of horror or survived this sort of attack or witnessed their family member, you know, fill in the blank, some sort of horrific event. And people were reliving and re-experiencing it. And we were going through like a rainforest worth of Kleenex in the office. And I thought there's got to be a better way. Um, I remember I, I was going to pivot. I was going to get out of the field.
0: Wow. So I like,
1: you know, I, I want better for people. And I just... I don't feel like I'm getting it. So I started to go into a different industry. And what I did was um, started to get into income properties. And I remember there was one duplex that we picked up that in terms of the condition of it was, was, was a train wreck. It was just, it was a mess. And we worked that entire summer, you know, put work into it. And I remember thinking, would it look like before we put this work into it and what it looked like after And I I mean, it wasn't Taj Mahal, but it it was a nice place. It was, you could have people live in it now. And I remembered wanting that in my clinical work. Mm. And um, that uh, prompted me to start looking and doing research and studying things, sort of things they don't necessarily teach you in school and going way outside the box. And um, fast forward to now and... That's what the Cortina method is. It is something that is looking to have a dramatic before and after. Only it's not, we're not talking about a house. We're talking about a person's life and transforming them and leveling them up and healing them.
0: Oh my okay. God. I think I'm going to try this, Michael. We're going to have to schedule. I, I don't know if I have trauma, but I've had, I've, I've lived through stuff, right? Like stage three cancer survivor and I can talk about it like with a smile on my face but shit if we talk about that and maybe we can level it up on another call that'd be great
1: there you go right on
0: (laughs) see everybody we started off as a podcast guest and I'm going to keep you all kind of in the loop because I'm going to schedule time with Michael Cortina and let you know how it goes so Michael I want people to find you on Instagram and I think it's Michael Cortina method
1: yes that's, that's correct on, uh, on, on Instagram. I'm sort of, uh, I've been on the other channels. I'm a, I'm a bit of a newbie to Instagram, but, uh, that's right. Michael Cortina method.
0: Brilliant. And thank you for being a guest, Michael. We're going to connect very soon.
1: Right on. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to, great to spend a little time with you.
0: And, uh, till, till next time, everybody, I'll let you know how this goes. <laughs> right on. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Superstar PR, the podcast. This is season five, and we hope you've enjoyed listening. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know how you like this episode.